Right now, Bet365 are offering a wide range of markets, including first, last, or anytime goal scorers. With over 45 million members, it's the world's favourite online betting company. We've got wall-to-wall Premier League football with games being played nearly every day. And with Bet365 Bet Builder, you can combine match results, players to score, number of goals, and more to create your own personalised bet. And if you can't watch the games live with Bet365's Match Live feature, you can follow every moment through live graphics and text. Bet365 is the world's favourite online sport betting company. The app can be downloaded from Google Play and Apple App Store. Over 18s only, please gamble responsibly. It's official. Manchester City will be in the Champions League next season. They got the points they needed to finish inside the top four on Saturday, and then they got the judgment they needed at the Court of Arbitration for Sports on Monday. And here with all the reaction to the decision is this week's Why Always Us, your dose of Manchester City discussion from The Athletic. I'm David Mooney, and with me is Sam Lee. Hello. Uh, Sam, what a day. <laughs> it's been busy, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, mad, mad. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was always going to be busy. Um... This is probably the least. This is the outcome that probably gave us the least busy day, um, least stressful day. Um, but there's still, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, and I'm sure everyone's going to be listening to this. Hopefully, hello to you listening to this. Um, I would imagine they're in a kind of rejoiceful mood, and obviously it's very good news for City. But there's there's certainly a lot to discuss. To to discuss. Well, there's a lot to get our teeth into, isn't there? Um, Premier League football is back underway, and right now we're offering a 30-day free trial to the Athletic for a limited time only. Go to theathletic.com forward slash Man City Pod to sign up and enjoy the best football writing anywhere. Just as the Premier League reaches its conclusion, um, I think first off, Sam, I'm, I'm going to read um, the, the the top line from the the, the Court of Arbitration for Sport judgment. Um, it says Manchester City did not disguise equity funding as sponsorship contributions, but did fail to cooperate with the UEFA authorities. The cast decision is exclusion from participation in the UEFA club competitions lifted, fine maintained, but reduced to 10 million euros. That's about 8.98 million pounds if we're rounded to two decimal places and being a bit picky. Um, so what's what's your initial reaction, Sam, first off? Uh, it was it was shock at first. I was shaking when I read it because I was just it was just the anticipation of what it was going to be, and then like and the, and the website went down. Yeah, the yeah it, it wasn't very. And all of a sudden, well, I thought it had gone down, and all of a sudden it came up. I was like, oh god, okay, it's here. Um, but it's not like massively clear straight away, is it? Like they don't write it in big bold letters at the top. You know, <laughs> no Champions League ban. It's like, hey, what am I reading here? Um, I'm surprised, but I mean the kind of the wavering in my voice there is because I don't know if I should have been because hmm, there, I mean there's been so much said about it and obviously we've now got to the, the stage that obviously we did that story that we've talked about a lot and I've talked about a lot back in November about City not getting a ban and part of the information there um, which I did tweet in December if people don't believe me, is that, <laughs> to be to be fair, to be fair, the information was that City wouldn't get a ban in the first place. But even if they did, they would get it overturned. So I mean, I'm, why I go back to saying I'm surprised is I probably shouldn't have been because we were confident in that information when we published it back in November anyway. So I shouldn't have been surprised. But in all the months that have passed and how severe the ban was, um, and going back to you know the legal guys who didn't think the time barred stuff would work. 
I was going to say, when we discussed it a few weeks ago, the feeling was generally that this isn't the outcome that was going to happen, that the, the most likely outcome would be to sort of meet in the middle outcome. But that hasn't happened at all. Well, I didn't think there'd be a meet in the middle. I thought it'd be one or the other. Um, and I suppose, and it, it has been. It's been the other, you know, City have, have got no ban. So I, I didn't think it would come down to being meeting in the middle, but it just seemed that the whole time bar thing wouldn't be valid. That's what... Um, and again, why I do these pieces, I speak to the legal people. I spoke to two people on the record, and I spoke to another couple of us, others just to say, is this right? Is this what you know? Is this what you would say? And they go, yeah, you know, the time barred stuff doesn't matter. So I was quite surprised to see the time barred stuff in there. And there's a lot more to say on that, which we might get into later. Um, so am I, I, mean, I am surprised, yeah, just because of everything that's happened over the last the last few months. Um, but as again, whenever we did the pod, I know we did the pod last week. Which was, you know, how much does he need to rebuild next season? And I went into, you know, point deductions and that kind of thing there, which I kind of tweeted about afterward and was like, I got a bit carried away on worst case scenario <laughs> with that. Even though, you know, again, that was at the time. Um, but when we did the main ins and outs of the Cass case, you know, for the week in June when the hearing was, and we did say, and we've always said all along, you know, City say they've got this evidence. And if they do provide that, then they'll be okay. And presumably they have provided that. And they are okay. And look, there's still there's still some things to come out of this, which may damage City reputationally, or may um, that what that will be what will really damage FFP. But I mean, at the end of the day, now whatever happens, and I'm reading now that Javier Tebas, the La Liga president, is having a right old moan, and this really does look like sour grapes. I mean, I'm well, not... I was going to say that the, the people can moan all they want, like as far as as the court of arbitration for sport go, and as far as UEFA go, City haven't done what was alleged to have have happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, like if if City had have had the ban upheld, there would have been City fans saying, "I'm not sure about Cass. Are they the right people to do it?" And I'd have said, "Come on, lads!" Like. Everybody accepts that Cass is the right body to hear these, to hear these rulings, um, but now it's the, it's the other way, and it's Javier Tebas, and like I say, he's having a right old complaint. It's it's quite unseemly, to be fair. Um, you know, he's saying we have to reassess whether Cass is appropriate body to which to uh, appropriate body to appeal institutional decisions in football. Switzerland is a country with a great history of arbitration. Cass is not up to that standard. But I, I just I think that genuinely is sour grapes. I would have said it the same thing if somebody at City had have said it. If the ban had have gone against them, I'd have said the exact same thing. Uh, uh, that's the thing. At Cass that point, fine. though, at that point, though, if you, if that's your position, you kind of have to go. Well, like, where's your evidence for that, mate? You know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's not complained in the past when you know Cass have made these decisions. I don't yeah. think. I mean, maybe, maybe well, to be fair, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> um, but the other element is like. The issue is with UEFA. You know, if we go back to this time barred thing, I think I've mentioned it a couple of times now, so we'd better explain it soon. But if we come back to that, and if that's effectively means some kind of technicality for City, we don't know yet, but if it is, then Teba should be more angry with UEFA. It, it's weird to go for cash straight away. It's like, it does just come across as sour grapes. Well, let's let's get into the time barred stuff, because looking into the full judgment, what uh, what the, the rest of the uh, of the CAS press release said was um, uh, the CAS award emphasised that the most that most of the alleged breaches were either not established or time barred. Yeah. Um, so what what does what what, is it, what, do, what do they mean when they say time barred? Yeah, well, in in this case, the time barred is and we've mentioned it before. But this is what all the legal experts thought wouldn't matter. Um, five years. Uh, if anything happened five years ago more than five years ago, you can't be done for it again. So let's say for argument's sake, 
uh, Real Madrid breached financial fair play rules in 2013 and they were discovered now, you know, by this precedent at Cass, even if UEFA said, well, we're going to ban you from the Champions League for this, they couldn't because UEFA's own statutes say that if you committed a breach more than five years ago, we can't look at it again. That's the UEFA's own statutes. And I know people made this case, you know, City fans made this case. Um, UEFA's own statutes say that you can't look at a breach if it's happened more than five years ago. And you can't relook at something if it's a previous settlement. And obviously City did reach a previous settlement. So the legal opinion was kind of, well, Cass wouldn't mind about the time bar thing because if you take everything as it is and there is evidence, and now this might be the crucial part of it, if there is evidence that City have done wrong, then they would side with UEFA and say, despite the fact that it was more than five years ago, we don't mind that because City have done wrong and we're going to punish them. And now maybe because the other element, as we said, of Cass's decision is that proof of City's alleged wrongdoing was not established. So... UEFA couldn't prove it. So now maybe if UEFA couldn't prove it, and there's a couple of little issues which aren't great for City that happened more than five years ago, Cass may have looked at the whole thing, and we won't know this until the, the full reasons are out later in the week, but Cass may have looked at the whole thing and gone, there is not enough here, UEFA, to yeah. ban City, let alone for two years. And that that is probably it. But it will be very interesting to see exactly what was time barred. Because if it if it comes out, and I don't, I doubt it will, because it's not established. So they could, UEFA can't have proved it well enough. But if somehow it does come out that if City committed the breaches more than five years ago and there were massive breaches, but UEFA couldn't act on them, then that is a technicality and it will be bad for City's reputation. Look, whether City fans care or not, and it doesn't matter at the end of the day because they're in the Champions League, but it would be bad for City's reputation and it would be terrible for financial fair play. That's where the big knock-on is for financial fair play because then it would be, well, you've, you know there's these breaches here, but you can't punish them. Because it's five years ago. What 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 are you doing? And that's where the the spotlight would really be thrown onto FFP and its suitability to to regulate and govern. But like I say, the fact that the other half says it wasn't established and there was effectively no proof, I I'm wondering what actually is the time barred stuff. It can't be that serious. Well, but it, yeah, but we should we should find out soon. Well, I mean, in in terms of of uh, anything else, there's been no indication on on how much of it was because it was time barred and how much of it City have, no, exactly. have, have been able to prove. To see, yeah. So that's that, that's kind of what we need to see. But I mean, speaking as a City fan, first off, for myself, I, I the, the overriding feeling this morning is is that actually it feels it, it feels positive that it, that that City have been able to prove that what they what they were alleged to have done has not happened in some extent otherwise it, they wouldn't have had the ruling so you know so so greatly in their favor so yeah. although I, I think uefa's statement does say many of the alleged breaches were time barred so but again like it maybe it maybe it's purely the time barred element maybe they've just said there are a lot but the fact that cass also said they were not established like they couldn't prove them maybe so if they, if they couldn't prove them then yeah it's i don't know well, I mean, I've got, I've got the two statements here. This is what City say. City say, whilst Manchester City and its legal advisers are yet to review the full ruling by the Court of Arbitration for Sport, the club welcomes the implications of today's ruling as a validation of the club's position and body of evidence that it was able to present. The club wishes to thank the panel members for their diligence and the due process that they administered. Uh, meanwhile, UEFA say, UEFA notes that the CAS panel found there was insufficient conclusive evidence to uphold all of the club financial control body's conclusions in this specific case, and that may 
many of the alleged breaches were time barred due to the five year time period foreseen in the UEFA regulations. Um, Sam, that, 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 I mean, ultimately, I kind of feel like that is what they would say. Do you know what I mean? Nothing groundbreaking in either of those statements, is there? No, and if the shoe was on the other foot and City had been banned, they, you know, City would have strongly disputed it, I would imagine. And we would have said the same thing, or others would have said the same thing. You know, well, what do you expect them to say? Um, so, yeah, the statements today. The statements today really, apart from obviously the cast one, are neither here nor there. What City say um, and what UEFA say. Um, it will be very interesting to see in a few days, which Cass have promised, when that full award, as they call it, comes out. So if you hear people talking about the award, that just means That's like what full mean. written yeah. reasons. So when that comes out, that will be very interesting. Because like, like I say, it, ultimately a lot of City fans won't care because City are in the Champions League and it's very much a victory for City. And it's a defeat for UEFA, very much so. That won't really change. But, you know, there are there, there might be things in there which suggest that City did break all the rules, but they can't be touched, which obviously a lot of City fans would like would really enjoy anyway. It's like when your team <laughs> dives for a penalty. You don't really care, do you? If anything, it's a bit sweeter. But, like, there, there may be, you know, there, there's there's a bit still to come. At the end of the day, like I say, it doesn't matter. The band's, the band's not up, so a lot of fans can just crack on and enjoy. But there is still a little bit to come, and it will be interesting to see. Uh, you say the ban's not happening. Is there any chance of UEFA appealing this decision? I don't. Honestly, I don't know. Um, where are we now? Two hours afterwards. Um, I've tried to establish a lot of things since then. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Um, like again, just I suppose to be fair, we say the statements neither here nor there. But they, UEFA haven't said they're not happy with it. They haven't said they they want to take further action. You know, they've said you know it's it's UEFA statutes. They're time barred, and it's like well. They're kind of privately lamenting, them, well, publicly lamenting themselves there. But what can they do about that? They can't go to Cass and say, "Well, actually, can you ignore our statutes?" You know, that's the issue. Yeah. You know, so so I don't think they will. Like they haven't announced any intention to, and like I say, they're kind of lamenting their own statutes. And I mean, maybe that's what other clubs push for. Maybe they they push for this five year thing. But presumably, I mean, look, I'm I'm not very legal. This is why I speak to all the legal people to kind of put forward more learned. Um, not opinions, but information than mine. But there must be a reason why that those that five year statute of limitations was in there, and it might and it's presumably going to be very difficult to change. But the, one of the most obvious things about FFP would be to get rid of that. Although the the whole fact that if it's not enforceable, then that's you know if it means that. As I was on another podcast this morning, and the host was kind of like, "Well, does that just mean the city? The, sorry, not the city clubs, including the city, can just do what they want now." Uh, because if if you hide it well enough, then they can't get you. And it's like, well, I suppose effectively, but... Well, I, I, I was going to come into this with, with financial fair play because there's been a lot of reaction from other uh, other clubs' fans of, well, this is the death of financial fair play. But, I mean, ultimately, isn't isn't the judgment just that City haven't broken the regulations, not that the well, regulations are no good? It. This is it. Uh, it depends. It depends on the time barred thing. Because if it's, if it's that there's no proof, if it's all that there's no proof and the time-barred stuff was just little things, I don't know what they could be, but just little things that don't really matter, then, yeah, then yeah, it's the verdict is that City haven't done any wrong. And the implications there, from, in my opinion, are more on UEFA. So you'd look more at UEFA and say, well, why have you come after City if there's no evidence of this and you couldn't prove it? Like, why have you gone so strong? Um, and so the spotlight would shine more on UEFA and then you would maybe bring in why they didn't publish... but punish PSG in 2018 I think it was during the World Cup maybe yeah. 2019 no it wasn't that I think it was 2018 so then you would really be looking at well are you fit and proper you know you know are you 
you know, what what is your agenda, for want of a better word, <laughs> um, for going after certain clubs and not others? Um, but yeah, if the time-barred element does say that City committed a load of breaches, then that's when there's more implications for FFP because other clubs could be like, look, man, like you had them and you let them go because of your own like statutes. So the other clubs would be saying that. So that's why the time-barred stuff is the most interesting thing, just in terms of the arguments about financial fair play going forward and, you know, City's reputation. Like I say, there'll be a lot of fans listening to this. They they won't care. Fine. There's, there'll be a lot of other fans who might not care either because they're like, well, FFP is a shower of whatever, so don't care. And people might not like your way for anyway, but that's just why the time barred stuff is interesting, because yeah, that that's where the implications for FFP will be, and that's where Tevbas really should be channeling his frustration. Like I say, don't don't go crying about Cass. I, I, that's that that is just sour grapes. I think. Yeah. If 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 you if you're going to have a moan, wait and see what the time barred stuff is, and then have a go at your wafer, because there would be grounds for that if if there's a load of stuff in there. But like I say, it's yeah. always important to remember that. You know, the other part of it is it wasn't established. There was no proof. Yeah. Moan, Which moan, City have it, kind of always said. Yeah, if you, well, exactly. I mean, City always said that they had irrefutable evidence and that that the, the, that, that line, the, the fact that, that, that it could not be established to me says that, you know, in part, at least there was something in that irrefutable evidence that, that you know, knocked back the allegations. So, um, yeah. Uh, ultimately, I've got two questions on on the fine as well because City was still fined for not cooperating. Um, and like my my first question is, well, like if they were like as has been proven, if they were innocent of everything, why didn't they just cooperate? And the second one is, well, like why did why should they if they if they feel like they're having something pinned on them, why yeah. should they cooperate? Yeah, again, well, when I was on this, I was on the show earlier, and the host was very much of the opinion that well, you need to cooperate because you know otherwise, if you're not answerable to anyone then the rules are a joke and you know you're breaking the rules and it, it's like some kind of like not a heinous crime but it, it was more along the lines of well if city didn't cooperate with the investigation then that's very bad i personally i mean it is obviously against the rules but personally if we're putting ourselves in city's position and if we're going by the statements and the statements have always said that city didn't feel that uefa were treating them fairly they always felt that uefa had kind of already predetermined that they were going to ban them and that obviously City had the evidence. And so, yeah, so if they felt the whole process was flawed, I'm I'm minded to say, well, who, who's, who cares if they didn't, if they didn't um, cooperate with the process? Because if you think the whole thing is dodgy, if you think the whole thing is bent, and you think for argument's sake, I don't know if City do think this or not, but if you think, well, hold on, you let PSG off, well, we might talk about this because it's interesting. You let PSG off for exactly the same thing with basically no evidence whatsoever. Now, we've got loads of evidence and you're banning us for two years. Or, like, or you want to ban us. We know you want to ban us, whatever. We're not, like, we're not going to have any part of this. We're of, gonna take of course you, we're you're going to drag your feet, cast. aren't you? We're going to take you to cast and we're going to make you look stupid. And that is quite possibly what's happened. So, yeah, they've been fined 10 million euros because Cass said, well, you've got, you've got to cooperate with the rules. And look, rules are rules in that sense, so fine. But obviously, the, the, the thing about this one is, well, City don't care. And I think they're quite justified in not caring. Because if if they feel, and even if, it, if it's now been established, that UEFA have come after them unfairly, and maybe they felt that what's the point in giving them the evidence because they're going to do it anyway, then, yeah... As you say, drag your feet, not bother. Let them do what they want. Let you know, give them enough rope, basically. Yeah, G- give them enough rope, and then we'll go to Cass. We know, 
we're on steady ground here and bloody hell they must have I mean the balls on them to, <laughs> the, genuinely though, I'm not even saying this in like an admiration but the, the, the balls on them to know well these are our arguments this is our evidence this is the legal position these are the statutes time barred um, previous settlements all of that we will be fine at cast so bring it on the balls on them to say well we're not going to cooperate we'll see you in court that is quite remarkable really I was, was going like to say 10 million euros it, it's a big fine. Cass said, well, you know, you've got, to, you've got to go along with the rules, but it's not enough to kick you out of the Champions League. So here's a 10 million euro fine. City will be like, well, in many senses, well, we don't care because we proved our point. We proved our point that the process isn't fair. We didn't want anything to do with it. We cleared our name. Here's your 10 million. See you later. Yeah, I was going to say, was it, is it true that City turned down a sort of plea bargain? You know, that reduced punishment for not having to go to court sort of thing? No, I don't know, but I would imagine so. Because this is why I always felt like a a one-year ban would be unlikely because it's either they have done it and their banks are right, so two years might be, well, it's probably justified, or they haven't done it at all, so there's no ban. And I can't imagine at any point City would have accepted... Like, it, look, if, if you'd have asked me this question at half eight on Monday morning or Sunday, I'd have said there's no way City are going to admit to any kind of wrongdoing because of everything they've said. They couldn't then say, actually, yeah, we have, we'll take a year out. I think that would have been too much of a climb down. So I would have ruled that out, out of hand anyway. But obviously now knowing the verdict and knowing that City have been able to, I don't know if it's clear their name, we'll see. But they have obviously managed to get this overturned. They were right in their assumption that they would get this overturned. They were never, ever going to take that. They, well, if there was a plea bargain, they would never have ever taken it. Yeah, it's the Shawshank redemption, isn't it? You, you like you, if you know you've not done something, you don't accept the uh, the guilt of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Harry's sponsors Why Always Us, a podcast brought to you by The Athletic. Harry's was founded by Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who were sick and tired of overpriced razors. Their amazing quality blades are now almost half the price of the leading five-blade brand. Harry's trial set includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. And Sam, I suppose after after lockdown, that's that's exactly what you need, is it? Yeah, I've still not plucked up the courage to go and get my hair cut, but at least, at least I can keep myself looking relatively <laughs> presentable, yeah, so... Yeah. How's, the, how's the beard looking? Have Small you, mercies. Have you, have you grown no, a it's fine. Bit? No, I don't know why people have. Like, you, you can still shave at home. I, I, well, I mean, it, it's it's a time for experimenting, isn't it? It's almost like, well, if I get long hair and a long beard, then we'll see how it looks. But um, <laughs> I, I couldn't bring myself to do that. It's it's one or the other. Exactly. Um, well, as a listener, you can start shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for £3.95. Support our podcast and get your set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five-blade cartridge, foaming shave gel, and travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash why always us right now. That's harrys.com forward slash why always us. We've been putting out uh, appeals for questions on Twitter, so I'm going to turn to some of those uh, now, Sam. Um, Dan Stojic asks, how much was time barred and how much was not proven? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully we've covered this already. This will be determined later on. And that split is very interesting. Like if it's if it's like 90% time barred and 10% not proven, that's not great for City in terms of like reputation. Um, but if it's the other way around, then it's like, well, that's like close to an exoneration. But we do, we, uh, there's no real point in me speculating any more on this like we, we'll just need to wait and see what happens yeah uh david hartley asks uh, what does this now mean for pep and whether he signs any further contract extensions yeah well i mean it's good news because if city hadn't had not have been in the champions league for the next two years or even one and you know if they'd got a point deduction from the premier league as a result um it wouldn't be good news would it you know what would like almost what would be the point of next season you wouldn't be winning the league most likely if there was a point deduction. You wouldn't be in the Euro- European Cup. It had probably stayed, but pff, you would, nobody would be sitting here today going, yeah, it makes Guardiola quite likely to stay. Um, 
but so it's good news in that sense or in the sense that it's not bad news but i i don't think that's the biggest factor the biggest factor is and always will be and would have been um this time next year after five years at city and five years with a lot of the same players does he still feel motivated do the players still feel motivated do they still listen to him do they want to win uh, so whether they win the league next year or not, whether they win the Champions League or not, are they motivated to go and do it again? If yes, then he might stay. Um, so that's the biggest factor. It's it's not really this, but of course this is good news. I was going to say in terms of the uh, the points deduction thing as well. Do you want to uh, like I, I asked you at the end of that catching up Liverpool podcast mm. whether you, whether you thought they'd win the league next season? Uh, oh. Do you do you feel they will now because they're, they're not going to get a points deduction? Well, yeah, like I said, like what did I say? Short answer yes, long answer no. What I'll should have said and this is not really great for a podcaster you know or a journalist to not speak very clearly and what i realized soon afterwards was it wasn't so much short answer long answer it was kind of worst case scenario no point deduction best case um, scenario yes yeah i mean I, maybe i'm rewriting history now. i don't think so best case, <laughs> but, but, but like i say in terms of the, but the whole context of that pod was me thinking well, you know, City don't have to rebuild too much. You know, there's all the doom and gloom around well, Guardiola's going in a year and Fernandinho's going in a year and Aguero might be going in a year. But ultimately, yeah, that's a difficult thing and they need replacing. But that doesn't make them less likely to win the league next year. So I was kind of going into it thinking, you know, City can win the league next year. They can buy a few players. They wanted to buy a few players even if they got banned from the Champions League. Um, they can buy a few players. Pep's still there. Aguero's still there. Fernandinho's still there. All of this. It doesn't matter too much. Um, so they're going to be fine. But obviously, we were trying to kind of go through devil's advocate scenarios, weren't we? Yeah. Where it was like, yeah, but what about this? What about that? So then the whole long answer thing was no and point deduction was, yeah, so okay, the worst case scenario is a ban from the Champions League and then the the FA, the, the Premier League coming with a point deduction and that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, to go back to your question, can they win the league next year? Absolutely. Like, I, I did think that was certainly within them anyway, unless they got this point deduction. But, I mean, look, the Premier League could, st- could still punish City, could, but I think it's very, very unlikely now. I think everybody knows, or everybody's kind of believing, whether this is true or not, everybody kind of thinks, well, they were obviously waiting to see what happened with UEFA. And like to, for the Premier League to punish one of its own clubs, I know UEFA is kind of, City is in the UEFA club, but they sign up to UEFA. But people kind of think it's unlikely that the Premier League would have wanted to publish, punish one of its own clubs anyway. Um, and they, I think they're obviously waiting for this verdict. And now, you know, if City haven't got a case to answer, then... There's nothing the Premier League could do. If they decide that there's some time-barred stuff there that means they did breach rules, maybe the Premier League would say, well, we can act on that because we're not time-barred. Uh, you know, that maybe. And maybe that, they would look at that. Or that maybe, would be extraordinary, though, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that's kind of the crescendo to this. Because the other element is that part I was telling you about, about falsifying documents, because they might also say, well, if you, time, if you were time-barred, but you did falsify the documents, then we could we could then ban you for that. So it is a possibility. Uh, but I think, you know, as you say, it's extraordinary. And I'm looking at messages between colleagues, you know, speaking to people around the Premier League and the Premier League clubs, and they just think this is just very unlikely now that anything's going to come from the Premier League. But I don't want to sit here and say it's absolutely impossible because it could still happen. It's a bit like if City had, a, if City had, have had the ban go against them, I would have said it's a possibility that they could appeal to the Swiss courts, but it's very unlikely because that would have been about like a kind of a misapplication of the law, yeah. that kind of thing. So it's like, it's very unlikely, but it is possible. And that, that would have applied to City if they'd lost. And it, now it also applies to the Premier League. Now City have won. Uh, ben McKeon on Twitter asks, will City spend big now they've got the all clear? Yeah, I think so. 
like like I say, I have written this. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. Um, there was an exact phrase that I heard. Um, I don't know if it was translated or whatever, but yeah. It, Can you tell us what that is? No, because it might give away uh, a source. But it, I think it's... I, I, what I would say now is it's full steam ahead because basically they were going to spend money anyway, even if they got banned. Obviously, they felt all along they weren't going to. But I think they were like, well, this is what we're going to do this summer. And now, because maybe, let's say, Koulibaly would have been like, yeah, I'll come. But then when they, if they'd have got banned for two years this morning, maybe you'd have thought, Oh, hang actually, on. actually, but, yeah. you know what? Yeah, exactly. But now there's not, there's nothing, there's nothing to worry about. Um, so full steam ahead is probably the best phrase there. They, but look, they, they've wanted to buy players in the past and obviously they didn't get Jorginho, they didn't get Harry Maguire. So they might not get them over the line, but they're certainly going to try. But what I would add to that is they were, they were haggling for Jorginho, weren't they? And they were haggling for Maguire. They didn't want to go up to those valuations. I think that might be less of an issue this summer. I think they might be like, well, we need a centre-back. We need a, a striker. They're not going to be how to ransom, but they might say... Might pay a little bit more than they'd have been willing to well, last look, year. Yeah. Pep was pissed off. Pep was pissed off last year they didn't get Maguire. Because it's not him in charge, is it? You know, he he says... People will say he's a checkbook manager, fine, whatever. But he, he says, well, we need this guy. And fuck, you don't need to be the manager of Man City to know they needed the centre-back after after Compley left. So he was he was pissed off. And they were pissed off when they didn't get Frankie de Jong. So the and Jorginho. So the pressure was really on to get Rodri last summer as well. So there is pressure, even though him and Cheeky are like best mates. There is pressure to do it. So now I think the club are like, well, we dropped the ball a bit with the centre-back. One of the big factors in not winning the league, we don't want that mistake again. We're going we're gonna, to be in business this summer. Uh, three questions now that all kind of uh, relate to the same sort of area. Uh, Debluded, top name. It says, interesting how the narrative looks in retrospect. Remember there was a story about Seferin begging City to come to a compromise. My question is, should City now be looking to improve relations with UEFA? Oh, um, and question. the reason why I, I want to throw that in, because on the flip side, uh, we've had a couple of questions in. Uh, Weege and, and Jack Walker both asking along the same lines. Uh, is there any indication City will take this further legally? Regardless mm. of the outcome of the hearing, they've dragged the name of the club through the dirt also how much does this undermine FFP going forward so there's kind of like two sides of the coin there should City be looking to seek damages from UEFA because of, of the reputational damage this could have done but on the flip side should they actually be looking to improve their relations with the with the governing body it's funny isn't it oh, I mean we oh god I know I'll ramble on but we could talk about this for a while because let's let's say in terms of improving relationships now you might argue that PSG's president is on the board and PSG didn't get punished City haven't got anyone on their board and they did get punished. So you could say, is it worth playing the game? Is it worth trying to get Soriano in there? Um, maybe. But now, you know, if City, cause City are kind of in a dominant position over UEFA now. So it's almost like, well, they don't need to anymore. Like, I don't I don't believe that UEFA like, makes things difficult for City in terms of Champions League draws or referees. So now, in terms of them clearing their name over FFP, there's nothing else they really need to cozy up to them for. Like, they've they've kind of been through the ringer a bit anyway, and they've come out and they've won. So I don't really think they need to. Um, I suppose maybe it would help more if they, re, if they redo FFP now. If they say, okay, well, this version of FFP didn't work, we need to do something else. Maybe they need to get on board there. And you know, strike up those relationships, which may have benefited the other clubs that are, you know, that have got precedence on the UEFA board. Um, the other side of it is going after them for damages. Again, I think it comes back to the time barred thing because if City, like I say, if it comes out, if 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 it comes out that City did commit a load of breaches and now everyone knows about it, but they've got away with it, they wouldn't 
necessarily be in the strongest position to say, why are you coming after us? Because your wife could say, because you did this. Yeah. But if it comes out that there's barely any breaches in there and it's not so much time by it, it's more about lack of proof, they could. They could really double down. I think it's more likely. I don't think either thing will happen. I don't think they'll they'll try and cozy up to UEFA and I don't really think they'll take it further. But I think it's more likely that they will take it further and really, really have a war with them just because of the nature of it all and the, the statements between them and the bad blood between them. I think it's more likely that they would say, like the, the whole thing about them not cooperating with the process. They, they might say, well, we, they obviously said, what's the point in cooperating with you? And they might say, by the same logic, well, you were coming after us and this was completely unfair and we are going to go after you for damages. But like I say, if it comes out in the in the Castle Ward that they did commit breaches and UEFA at least had something to get their teeth into, then it's probably best sweeping under the rug, City you in the Champions League, everyone moves on with their lives. Uh, Graham Ward asks, what questions does the verdict immediately pose about City's approach to the case and will the culture seemingly exposed from the leaks change if it hasn't done already? What does the verdict say about the approach? First it says the approach was justified all along because it was aggressive, wasn't it? And if they'd have been found guilty and they were aggressively saying all the while they hadn't done anything wrong, like, that would have been the other thing this morning. How conf- like Pep Guardiola over the weekend was like suspiciously confident. Did you see the look on his face? Like, every interview? <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, he is suspiciously confident. And I was, But the thing is with that, the question today, if they'd have been banned, would have been, was he lying to us or were his employers lying to him? And if they were lying to him, would he leave? Like I wouldn't be writing an article saying, oh, maybe Guardiola's going to leave now. But I would be, you know, you would be thinking, well, how's that dynamic work? So the 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 whole aggression of it and them City saying all the way through that we haven't done anything wrong and we'll prove it and UEFA's process was flawed and we'll, we'll prove that at CAS. The verdict, you know, going back to the question, what does the verdict show us of that? It shows us that that, that was, a, well, I don't know about the right tone because they probably could have done it in a bit more of a, not dignified manner, but a calmer manner, I suppose. But they were certainly justified, I suppose, in, in saying what they had to say. Um, and the tone of how they said it wasn't necessarily wrong. Because, like like I say earlier, with the, the 10 million fine for not cooperating, I can put myself in their shoes and say, well, I might not have cooperated either. So it's kind of like I can see why they went so strong on all the statements if they did feel like they were being wronged. So, And again, to go back to the, the question, I suppose the verdict justifies that. Well, Sam, thank you very much for helping, certainly helping me get in my head around all of this for, for today. Um, that's it for this week's Why Wizzles. You've been listening to Sam Lee. Yeah, thanks very much. I hope you've managed to stick with all that. I have, don't worry. Uh, and enjoy it, actually, as well. I, I, I have enjoyed City it, fans yeah. Want to, yeah, enjoy the podcast, and I'm sure a lot of City fans are going to in, just enjoy the verdict. It could have been an, an awful day for the club. We'll see what happens in the future, And but bottom line is there's no ban, so... Crack on and enjoy yourselves. It's an absolute weight off my shoulder knowing that, uh, that that we don't have to sit here and talk about whether Kevin De Bruyne's leaving, whether Raheem Sterling's leaving, whether, you know, all that. Gone. Right, exactly, exactly. Brilliant. That's, that's just out the window. <laughs> uh, don't forget, you can sign up to The Athletic with a 30-day free trial by using the code MANCITYPOD. Music.